Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. W-E-E-I. It's Christian Arcan. It is Fitzy here with you. Uh, Fitzy will be here till about 4.15. We're going to talk with Mike Petralia at uh, 4.15. We'll be talking with uh, Tommy Kern a little bit later this hour, uh, 3.30 for Tom E. as we uh, shift gears to the New England Patriots. And mm-hmm. if you want any indication about the state of the team right now, <laughs> look no further than WBZ's Patriots first and 10, I believe it's called. Is it Patriots first down? Uh, yeah, I should know some, this off yeah, the top yeah, of my yeah. head. No, it's, no, uh, it's, they, uh, they employ recent for you, so Patriots first down. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Burton, Mike Reese at the glorious WBZ desk over there, and mm-hmm. they're just trying to have a conversation. You know, it's just two guys trying to chat, and Burton can't even he can't even intro the show. He can't even intro the segment. This team has got Burton so upset. Just listen to this. We're joined now by our player of the year, ESPN's Mike Reese, the one and only. All right, well you're. <laughs> Where are you going, Steve? Where are we going? We looking back, we looking ahead. Let's before we look back, let's yeah. just is everything everything okay down there? All right, well, hold on a second. Great hold question. on a second. Before he even answers. That was Mike Reese's introduction. <laughs> this is here, I can I can reenact it for you right now. Ready? And now here's my <laughs> what what happened to Steve Burton there? He couldn't even he couldn't find the words. Like he's just, more composed during a preseason <laughs> halftime interview with Belichick when he's getting the death stare. Like, yeah, serious. Like, but but what I love about it, what I love about Steve Burton, who is like I love everything think, about Steve Burton. By the way, I love just, every, just so we're clear, like yeah. there's nothing I don't love from head to toe about that <laughs> man. He's a living freaking legend. Yes, but. He is like if you think I'm like a Boston sports super fan, like I I carry no water in comparison to Steve Burton, who is like Mr. Boston fan. All right, and well, the fact you're... that he... <laughs> where are you going, Steve? Where are we going? We looking back? We looking ahead? It's a laugh cry, and he he puts his face in his giant hands, yeah. and he's all of us. RK, excuse me for blasting everyone. He really is. Out, I but know. Like Steve Burton is literally all of us. Like. I don't know how to be positive or how to like pump people up. And that's part of my job is be literally being on the field before kickoff and being a hype man for the team. And I don't know what to tell you anymore. Part of me literally died in that stadium on Sunday, watching Jacoby Myers throw the ball to Chandler Jones, have Chandler Jones absolutely mortal combat style, steal mm. the soul of Mac Jones on his way to the end zone. 
watching that game, which to me is just like the chef's kiss on top of the turd Sunday that this season is. Can I say one thing about that play? Everything in the world has been said about that play. One thing I haven't noticed people saying, I don't want to say that Chandler Jones has a like large wingspan, but yep. he was on the 50-yard line, and he stiff-armed Mac Jones, who was on the 45-yard line. Like, that was a five-yard stiff. I've never seen anything like that before. If you freeze it the moment that he makes contact with Mac, he's about five yards away. He's got, like, his arms are, um, it's like go-go gadget arms. I've never seen anything like that before. He's a giant man. Yeah. And also, by the way, A, uh, they might want to consider a tight end package, like put Waller and Moreau and Chandler Jones on the field at the same time. Josh gets creative. Josh will deploy guys in different ways. I'd put Chandler Jones on the field. He rumbled, bumbled, and stumbled his way quite nicely to the end zone. Great catch. What if he dropped it? Like, that could have been the play. And also, like, Hart and I argued on the Six Rings podcast this week about this ad, na- ad nauseum, and I was shocked that he took the position that he did. Um, I'm with Edelman, and maybe I'm, I just kind of want to see where you are. When Chandler Jones turns around and extends that ginormous go-go gadget forearm, <laughs> yeah. like the stiff arm to Mac Jones, did you feel like Mac Jones just cowered? Yeah. Like he just folded like a card table? Like I know he what doesn't el- practice what else tackling. Could you say? What else could you call that? I mean, it was it, a pe- what should have happened, he should have made a play for the ball because Jones caught that ball and Mac's not even in the uh, – Mac Jones wasn't even in the, in the frame. And that right. was a pass that was going to him. So Max stops and gets ready, and he tries to go low, and I think that's what he was doing, is he knew Jones was coming. He's trying to avoid the stiff arm. He's trying to go low on him, and Jones just put him in the ground, basically. I mean, that was right. – uh, and I think that may have had to do with the fact that Mac Jones didn't know how long Chandler Jones' arms are, which I didn't know that either. I mean, how could you, how could you know that until he's uh, pile-driving you? But, um, yeah, it was uh, – it was it was ugly. I mean, I remember Mac Jones too against uh, the Panthers. You remember that guy? He twisted his leg. Um, Brian Burns. Yeah, yeah, Brian Burns. So we know that Mac's like capable of of making a tackle if he needs to, or you know, even getting a little dirty if he needs to. He just got deboed. You know, that's all that happened. He just got <laughs> yeah. like uh, debo on Friday. I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> but the, but like you have to do something. See, I'm of the mindset there in that situation. No matter how surprised you are that Myers is throwing the ball, no matter how surprised you are that Jones went up and snagged it in front of you, and how unprepared you are for that series of events. All of us were unprepared for that series of events, except for Chandler Jones, who was just there waiting for that gift of a pass into his giant open arms how mac jones didn't steady himself didn't get ready to just do anything he could have if you hold on to chandler jones for a second and a half the cavalry in the form of your receivers and your running backs can probably come henry almost ran him down point. anyway yeah i mean he was Nothing, only he was he only just, a couple like, yards behind him to just get destroyed like the i just the undertaker just like tombstoned him right into the ground it's pathetic i know it barely even slowed him down either so okay just to circle back to that sound steve burton basket case can't even get the words out about this team mike reese was there today in the locker room around the team and listen to what he said well great question because to me that's the story that's the story of the day it was a mental check day steve mental check day for me down there and i just wanted to get a feel for what the players mentality and attitude was like yep. coming back to work um my sense, Steve, is that a little fragile, a little, right? little fragile, however, uh, that they got back to work. They had good energy at practice. You saw the clip um, of Kendrick Bourne dancing at practice, so it's not like they were flat and dead. So I, I noticed right. some energy. I think the reason I say fragile is if they get down early to the Bengals, I think they're vulnerable, vulnerable. would be the word. Um, but I don't think, Steve, that... that I, I still think there's a lot of fight left in them. They just need something good to happen for them early in the game on Saturday mm-hmm. to sort of let that grow, if you will. Could this be a spark? 
they win this game, it's a big win. Oh, if they win this oh. game, it's a big win. Okay, Steve, stop it right it there. Can. Steve, they're not. Come on. Spark. Just listen. To what Mike Reese just said was something good has to happen for this team early in the game. They can't get down early. Well, that's great because they have this famous quick strike offense here. Uh, the uh, the Patriots do every every time they get the ball, it's just boom right in the end zone like that. I heard that and I thought, okay, they're fragile. They need something good to happen early in the game. There's still some fight left in them, but if they get down early, things could really come apart. They're done, Fitzy. They're done. That's what I just heard Mike Reese say. This team is done. Yeah. No, no, that's make no mistake. Who seriously, who that is listening that is going to the game? Uh, and I sent you guys a text earlier. The fact that tickets are available for as low as forty nine dollars to this game tells you that's unbelievable. The, the 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 state of mind that Pats fans are in now. And you know what? Listen, I hope the team treats all the you know the casuals and everyone else who's going just to soak up the experience to a, a decent effort or at least something you know, resembling an emblematic of Robert Kraft, the team, the organization, and the pride that people should have in the Patriots. But as far as the team itself, who among us actually thinks who could delude themselves into thinking they're about to start a run? and go up against they just did what they did against the Raiders they've lost to inferior teams this season and gone tooth and nail with teams barely better than themselves who thinks they're actually going to beat a team right now that has won six in a row and is headed back to an AFC championship if not another Super Bowl appearance the high-flying Miami Dolphins who proved they can play their level of offense in the cold last Saturday night against Buffalo in an awesome game oh and then Buffalo who could be competing for the number one seed yeah uh, or if we're lucky, they rest all their starters because they're already locked in. I guess that's like the best possible outcome is that Buffalo doesn't need that game. Right. Uh, the Patriots right now, according to 538, who has very famously never been wrong about anything, um, they have a 20% chance to make the playoffs. If they beat Cincinnati, that goes to 39%. If they lose to Cincinnati, it goes to 8%. So needless to say, I mean, I think the season's basically over anyway. It goes to 0% if they lose to Cincinnati. I mean, that's basically like uh, microscopic odds. And I, I don't know. I mean, you can call, you'd say that makes this game extra important. I think it just sort of shows how even if they win – it's still less than fifty percent that they're that they're making the postseason here, and that's you know hearing hearing how fragile things are. I like how Reese said, "Well, Kendrick Bourne was dancing out there at practice." And it's like, oh well, thank God. <laughs> at least that's at least all he's Kendrick got left to do. Bourne. Yeah, it's literally his one job. It's Can you true. explain? Somebody needs to explain to me. Like this is just unacceptable. The fact that Tyquan Thornton is getting so many more reps than Kendrick Bourne when Kendrick Bourne was inarguably the best player on offense last year, not named Ramondre Stevenson. The guy, like, we all thought he was underutilized and was pumped and primed for an expanded role this season as the Patriots look to maybe fold in somebody along the lines of that Debo Samuel mold, who they famously passed on in 2019, that could be a receiver-running back hybrid. The man made good things happen, and he was one of two Patriots who actually brought some compete to the field when they got their asses handed to them by Buffalo in January in that wild card game. And so now this season, apparently, because he questioned the offensive play caller, who's also the offensive line coach and friend of Belichick, Matt Patricia, he's going to permanently add infinitum, end up in the doghouse. Why? Why? This team is in love. If, if anything else, it's in love with history and cutting off its nose to spite its own face because it thinks that's in the best interest of the football team. Yeah, uh, you're right about that. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. We'll get to your phone calls. And coming up next, we'll talk with Tommy Kern at 330. And we'll hear from some expatriates who are none too pleased with Mac Jones right now and uh, had it with his with his antics. We'll get to uh, one of the several players that we've heard from in the last 24 hours right after we get uh, trending from Bridget. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. 
Trending now on WEI and WEI.com, brought to you by 110 Grill, modern American cuisine, and a top allergy-friendly restaurant. Patriots are three-point underdogs hosting the Bengals on Saturday, a 1 p.m. kickoff. Devontae Parker, Jalen Mills, and Joe Cardona did not practice, while Jacoby Myers, Jack Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, Jonathan Jones, and Tyquan Thornton were all limited. On the Bengals side of things, D.E. Sam Hubbard did not practice, while an additional eight Bengals were limited. In Red Sox news, former Red Sox Jeter Downs was claimed by the Washington Nationals, according to Ian Brown. The Celtics lost to the Pacers 117-112 to last night. They host the Timberwolves tomorrow night. The Seas totaled just 43 first-half points as they have now lost three consecutive games and five of their last six. And the Bruins will host the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Puck drop at 7 p.m. I'm Bridget Prue. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details I don't want a lot for Christmas There is just one thing I need I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true 
21 here. Sports Radio WEEI. Arkan Fitzy here with you. We'll get to your phone calls in just a moment, but wanted to touch real quick on a couple of expatriates. Not just, you know, random guy. Like, expatriate legends, really. Expatriate mm-hmm. all pros, MVP, like, really uh, important uh, people in Patriots lore. One of whom works for Inside the NFL. I'm talking, of course, about Julian Edelman, who was on uh, Inside the NFL, which is now on Paramount Plus, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's off the uh, it's off HBO or Showtime, whatever it was on before. Yep. And it's uh, Edelman, Ray Lewis, JB... Um, Phil, Phil and uh, Brandon Marshall, and yep. that's the that's the it's a crowded crowded desk. Uh, but they started talking Patriots, and let's hear what Julian Edelman thinks about uh, Mac Jones and his antics. Take a look at the play, and let me hear your thoughts about this play. First of all, you always discuss this, but I don't know what he's trying to do without going. Have, but look at Mac Jones just sit down. I've never saw a grown man sit down like that. Quarterback, I'm, I'm talking about seriously. Phil, well, wait, what? Ever put the quarterbacks in an athlete category? Look, he's down, and he gets a man sits down. <laughs> oh well, I wait. You got to trip to what I'm saying. Just listen to what I'm saying. He's on the line. You know, you know. Say that again. You got to trip him. You got the last line of defense. You know, practice it. At, at worst, Bill Belichick. You know, Bill Belichick had a lot of quarterbacks. <laughs> you know what he also does? He doesn't practice all the the antics after plays and waving off coaches and all these little, yeah. you know, pissy like faces and stuff like. He doesn't practice that, and he does it. Why can't you make the? Let me, let me say this. Let me say this, Brandon. Here, okay, Julian mm-hmm. Edelman. Uh, with some blue language there too. If uh, I don't know if we can even say that on the radio, I'm not. I'm not sure. That's okay. <laughs> I think I think you're fine there, Turpin. But uh, yeah, uh, he doesn't practice those. Fa- First of all, we don't know that. We don't know he doesn't practice those faces and complaining to to the referees and yelling at the coaches. He might practice that for all we know. I do think it's safe to say he hadn't been practicing the tackling a defensive end in the open field play uh, too often because yeah. that uh, that didn't go so great for him. Again, though. The thing that I think gets lost in all of this, Fitzy, when we talk about that play, and we'll get to the rest of Edelman's comments there in just a second, even if, even if Mac had caught the ball, like then what? Like what's he gonna? He's gonna run away from Chandler Jones if he caught that ball. You remember when Mike White got hit by that Bills linebacker and got folded in half on that sack? If Literally. Mac had caught that ball, that's what would have happened to him. Chandler Jones would have split him in half, like in the not another teen movie. You know, like he would have been in two in two pieces on the field. That right. would have been, you know, about as bad as it gets. The shock of the ball even coming back to that part of the field is probably what froze Mac in the moment there for a second, if I had to guess. Yeah, and I all it is. And I that's what I would have to guess as well. But I think Edelman's just sort of thinking like in that sort of like very Edelman way like you just like the man played like a broken human being for his final two seasons I'm not I'm not surprised that he would play the hardo card and say you got to do whatever you got to do bite him tackle him grab him trip him whatever you know grab him by the face mask I've seen a lot of people say the same and then I've seen a lot of people say like stupid take dumb take this makes no sense no one could do that max unprepared yeah they don't practice it but like you're still a football player, right? Like, aren't we still all in love with the idea that Parcells said 26 years ago that Vinatieri wasn't a kicker, that he was a football player? Right? Aren't those the guys that we want around here? Isn't that like the idea of Hardo New England living in lifestyle and football? Uh, so I'm not surprised he went at him that way as well. But to hear him say, like he's acting like a Belichickian organizational mouthpiece, saying like the you know the the hand gestures and the antics and the blank behavior, like. I'm surprised. I was a little bit. I was a little bit surprised to see that, like the old guard, the Super Bowl champions, are the ones that are saying, like, it's time to know your role and shut your mouth. That's kind of what Troy Brown did um, at his presser, like two weeks ago, Arkan. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's becoming a thing. And there's another player who said something similar. We'll get to him in just a little bit. But you heard Mike Lombardi the other day, 
going on about how the coaching was a mistake. And, you know, I sort of wonder if all this stuff, all this stuff's kind of coming out from, uh, from Foxborough that they're not happy with the quarterback. They're not happy with the coaches. They're not really happy with anything that's going on offensively. And whether you're a bill guy or not a bill guy, like there's a line, I think in the sand right now in that locker room. And there's a lot of players on this team, Fitzy, who just got here. And I feel like that gets lost a lot when you talk about this roster. These Mm -hmm. aren't all Bill guys. Like, these are guys who Bill paid, probably overpaid for two years ago, to to be part of the offense. Your quarterback is a second-year guy who didn't come here in the middle of all the winning and the championships and everything else. He came here to start over. And, you know, these these wide receivers and tight ends, like, they're – they're paid and they're they're okay, but like someone like Mac Jones, this is his career. Like he's not getting that next contract that these guys all got to come here if things keep going this way. Of course he's pissed off. Kendrick Bourne's dancing around at practice because Kendrick Bourne got paid. Aguilar, you don't hear him yelling. You don't hear Hunter nope. Henry screaming and yelling at the at the coaches and everybody else. Mac Jones is doing that because this is Mac Jones's future. He's not going to get a fifth year option. He's not even going to get a second contract. He could be a backup if things keep going this way. Well, A, Mac Jones has won at every level from Pop Warner football to high school to the other sports he played in Alabama, national champion. The guy leaves Alabama with the highest completion percentage in the history of Division One football, so he comes into the NFL smelling like roses, then gets drafted to the place where everyone says it's the most perfect fit, and now it is literally the most imperfect stylistic fit I, that I have ever seen. It is an absolute train wreck. And as far as I'm concerned, if Mac Jones stays the quarterback of the Patriots, Arcand, I will refer to his third year in the league as his sophomore NFL season because this is an emotional redshirt season for him. Yeah. This is lost. This is torched. This is garbage. And we also heard that Mac Jones, whether it was the flag, the female flag football thing where he got thrown off the field and in college, uh, they nicknamed him Little McEnroe because of all the fits he used to throw because he's so hyper-competitive. And, yeah, he was raised uh, with a bit of affluence, so he's kind of used to things going his way. I think any one of us would at some point or another just reach a, a level of tolerance where we just say, I've had enough. I can't take this anymore. Like, this guy's this guy's livelihood and his reputation are blowtorched right now. Yeah, they are. And Bill Belichick yesterday certainly didn't help any of that with his non-answer to uh, the question about Mac Jones and his future. Fitzy, I don't know if you've had a chance to comment on that. What did you think about that? Uh, Doesn't surprise me in the least bit. We were yelling and and screaming about it all day yesterday, but yeah, I mean, that was was heavy, what he said. Yeah, for him to come out and not commit to Mac Jones and, like, the new thing. It used to be we're on to Cincinnati, and now it's like, well, we're just trying to beat Cincinnati. Like, Bill, come on, dude. you got to, like, throw this kid a lifeline. Like, he, he, he... he, he was a Rookie of the Year candidate last year, and he was certified and tagged as the future in Foxborough, and now you won't even give him a nod of approval the rest of the way? Like, th- at this point, then sit him down. I, I, I was saying on the Six Rings pod yesterday, like, at this point, you may as well just put sit Mac Jones down. Like, you have done enough to batter his confidence and his emotional well-being and his ability to process on the field that he's probably second-guessing every play call that comes in and or every decision that he's making. So at this point, you know what? Blanket. Fine. Sit me down. Give me a fake injury designation. Give the fans what they want. Play Zappy Hour the final three games. See how he does up in the cold of Buffalo on January 8th. And then we'll revisit in the offseason. Like, it's a mess.
Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. And we've heard Bill when he wants to answer that question a certain way. Only a couple years ago, what about Stidham? No, Cam's our quarterback. He said it over and yep. over again <clears throat> at the end of that season when the games didn't even matter anymore. And he's like, no, 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 Cam's our quarterback. He's going to be starting. I don't like you asking me this. Knock it off. Right. And, uh, you know, here we go. I mean, this this time around, it's uh, it's not nearly as definitive. Uh, oh, and also the, the on, the, on the Hail Mary thing, yes. too, I know you guys kicked that can around a couple of days, but I just want to say that is the biggest crock I have ever heard in my entire life. Oh, Matt that he can't Jones. throw it 50 yards? Your, your quarterback can't throw it 55, 60 yards. Is that a no-confidence vote in the offensive line? Is that a no-confidence vote in Mac Jones? If that's your guy, like if, you're, like if your kicker can't make it 50-something yards in the cold of Foxborough where you play, and you don't think in a warm, climate-controlled dome that your quarterback can roll outside the pocket or step up into it and chuck it downfield and give you the best chance to win at the end of the game, then he shouldn't be a quarterback on your team or a quarterback in the NFL. All right, it's Thursday. It's 3.30. That means it's time for Tom E. Curran, who was brought to you by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tom E. Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR, also by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180 and by Unified Office, where they help business maximize every incoming call call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Curran joining us on the Harbor One Hotline. That is a lot of reads I got to do for you, Tommy. I appreciate the extra work. I appreciate the tongue workout that you put in there for me. I'm doing my best here. Uh, Tommy, let's uh, let's jump right in with um, with Bill Belichick's non-answer from yesterday because you said that Mac Jones is making an enemy out of Bill Belichick. And based on his recent comments, I don't know how you could possibly argue that. He can't throw the ball 50 yards, and now he may not even be our starter going forward. How bad is this relationship? Well, I do want to before I get into how bad is the relationship, think that we're making a little bit of a mountain out of a molehill of something that Bill rebuffed at minute 12 of his press conference after he was really exiting the stage when the question was asked whether or not Mac would be the starter going forward. This is a player who just a couple weeks ago, the Patriots shoot going forward at the end of a game against Buffalo and pressing on because the last time they had done so, they got Mac Jones hurt the preference that Bill Belichick would have of Bailey Zappi over Mac Jones at this juncture, it defies all logic and reason. So I think there's, and we did it at our station too. We had this conversation. That's my feeling on it. I just don't think it's what we are contriving it to be. I don't think it's a massive um, vote of no confidence in Mac. You say it defies all logic and reason, Tommy, and I in some ways agree with that, but I also think, that going to Bailey Zappi would mean going to a player who's a lot happier to be there and who's not going to question the coaches and who's not going to MF Matt Patricia and who's not going to say, no, 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 I want to do it my way. Doesn't that mean something to Bill Belichick? I think it doesn't mean nearly as much as winning the games would be when there is still a playoff berth on the line, when there is a season next year that you're probably going to want to return to coach for, and when there's an owner sitting upstairs who's been told since the time the kid was drafted that this was your quarterback of the future, an owner who said in March that he was very happy with the quarterback and the head coach and the way things were going to go forward. So if you are, as Bill Belichick, so agitated with Mac Jones that you would bench him to prove a point, you would run the risk of losing your locker room as well because we've all heard the support from Mac Jones within that locker room, and we've all heard that, Bill has basically taken a pass on castigating Mac for directing his criticisms at the sidelines. And Mac certainly doesn't sound like he's about to stop doing it either. 
I mean, I asked him directly about it, and he said, I'm pushing forward. Yeah, well, Tom, it's interesting because you've got guys like Edelman on Inside the NFL, Vince Wilfork with Tom Giles on your station just last night, I believe, or two nights ago, talking about how he's getting frustrated now with how Mac Jones is behaving and his acting out. I mean, it's an emotional blank storm down there in the locker room. And you've got guys like Duggar and Judon today having to answer questions of, is there any hope in the locker room? How's the energy levels down there? Mike Reese on with Steve Burton, who's melting down on local TV today. <laughs> so I ask you, how do you think the energy level is down there? And are they fragile at this point? I think they've been fragile for a while, honestly, Fitzy. Um, I think the energy level was surprising to hear a couple of guys, and I don't think it was a choreographed commentary mentioned how good practice was on Wednesday. I, I I don't know by fragile. I mean, all hope is not lost. I think guys are sick of it. They're, the frustration has given way to exasperation. And I think resignation is just around the corner, but I don't think guys are going to bang in sick here and not come into work. I, I don't think it's going to go on a mass wildcat strike. So Guys are probably disappointed that the season's gone to hell and is on the verge of being extinguished. But I, I just don't think that anybody whose industry isn't going well, there's a point at which you're pissed, it's been a bad year, it's not a great, and then cutting off your nose to spite your face and quitting on, on everything. I just don't think that's going to happen. We're talking with Tommy Curran here in the Harbor One Hotline. Tommy, assuming that the season is over, and I feel like you are since your latest on NBC Sports Boston is looking ahead to 2023. I feel like you might be in that uh, boat with the rest of us here. But if if this is the end of the year and we're not you know, talking about a playoff team this season, what is going from a not particularly impressive playoff appearance last year to missing it this year mean for uh, the coaching staff and the head coach? What are you going to do to fix it is basically what it means is – how did this happen? Why did a team that has so many arguably talented players, we can talk about the running game, we can talk about offensive line players like Owenu and, and, and Andrews, you can talk about guys who were first-round picks or highly paid, Isaiah Wynn and Trent Brown, the guys who are well-paid at skill position. Why did it happen? Why did they regress? And I think that we're always going to come back to the smoking gun of there's not an offensive coordinator or a play caller with enough experience, and the offensive line coaching has declined since Dante Scarnecchia left, and you tried to replace a lot of those people with one guy. And those people, Dante Scarnecchia, Josh McDaniels, and uh, Mick Lombardi, and you know, Bo Hardegree, and whoever else, to be replaced by one guy or two guys, Patricia and Joe Judge, was insufficient. So what's the plan going forward? And I think that's the big conversation that the Patriots have to have with Bill Belichick and his plan going forward for that had better be a cogent one. You know, things are really south or have gone south in Foxborough, Tommy, when guys like Mike Lombardi seem to even be lost on the Patriots. Like if Bill's conciliary isn't calling in or, you know, going out of his way to defend him and now is saying they could do a 30 for 30 on how bad this offense is, then... Things are looking really bad. Um, but I wanted to get your take on this uh, real quick. There was a piece on ESPN.com a little while ago about where Dan Graziano, now he says that he's sort of speculating, but he kind of just out of the blue mentions, you know, talking about coaching changes and things to look forward to in 2023, mentions that maybe that Belichick would consider moving into a non-coaching role organizationally. 
Is there any foundation to that whatsoever, or is that just complete clickbait garbage? I love Dan. Good friend. Yep. And I would want to label it clickbait garbage, but if it's spitballing, it's spitballing. Okay. I, I really don't from Fitzy, from our time watching the guy, yep. and I believe ownership's opinion of Bill, mm. he would never want to leave this mess for someone else to rectify. Additionally, he's 20 wins away from the white whale of Don Shula. Mm-hmm. Now, this might take a little longer than it looked like it was going to, but I don't think he wants to jettison himself someplace else. He's he's a talented head coach. He made a, obviously, it's an understatement. He made a personnel management blunder. Why he did it, why this outflow of brain power um, wasn't, you know, I guess, prepared for, or could you even prepare for it? I don't know, but the reason that the coaching decisions were made by Bill in the course of the season, excuse me, prior to the season led to where we are now. I guess the question too, though, is culturally Mm -hmm. how much faith has Bill forfeited with his team? Because you know that all the questions that we're posing were certainly posed by folks within that building in all manners and strikes, whether it be coaches, players, anywhere you want to mention would have had the same questions and Bill would have had to say to all of them, yeah, I think we got this. And they didn't. So faith has probably been forfeited to an extent, not completely because you can't burn it all in one year. No, but I mean, this is a pretty bad year. And it's also a year, it seems like, where they tried to really get everyone together. For You know, remember in the preseason, they were in the Florida all that time. They spent that whole week down in my air in Palm Beach or wherever it was. They were out in Arizona, you know, this past week here for those two games. It seems like they've, they've really sort of tried to develop some sort of cohesion with the team. And on defense, maybe they have. But I feel like as far as the coaching staff goes and as far as the offense goes, all the trust falls in the world that haven't done anything by the time we get to week 15 here. And I just sort of wonder, like, if that's something they really emphasized, is that is that maybe an indication that this group just doesn't have it? Which group? Uh, the offense, the coaching staff, really everybody other than the, the, the defense. <laughs> Uh, I don't I don't think that they did anything out of the ordinary in, in order to foster some kind of camaraderie here. I really don't. And the way we watch the offseason unfold and the summer, everybody wants to show up for work, be told what they're going to do, and have a good feeling that they're going to succeed in their industry. These guys showed up. They started doing what their bosses asked them to, and it was very confusing, and it wasn't yielding the results that were hoped. So it failed. I, I just... I don't think that they did anything out of the ordinary and that this, they've rebuffed the culture necessarily, although Sunday at the end certainly seemed like uh, guys going rogue. But I, I just don't – I'm not there with you on that, Christian, unless I'm misunderstanding. Okay, uh, Tom, uh, last one. So let's say there is – all right, we actually have – it's amazing how little time anyone is actually spending uh, talking about a game like this that we all would have served on the calendar. I know. I'm talking I mean, about 2023, for God's sake. Yeah, and we're either stuck in the mud and mire of what we witnessed, the Las Vegas lateral, uh, or we're talking about 2023, and we're not actually talking about what could maybe be a great game or should at least have been a great game with the Bengals team that's won six in a row and could be making their way back to the AFC Championship again. Um, let's just say there is a Christmas miracle, Tommy, and they compete with Cincinnati on Saturday. 
Who's the player not named Ramondre Stevenson who needs to do something to unlock the offense to give the Pats a chance to keep up with the Bengals? Wow. It has to be a receiver because you have to score more than two touchdowns, and they've only done that twice all year. Once against the Browns with Bailey Zappi, the other time against the Ravens, and all three of those were on the ground, and they still lost the game. Think about that. Offensive touchdowns, more than two, twice. So who's going to help them score a crap ton of touchdowns? Hunter Henry goes off. Let's say that. Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith have an absolutely dominant Saturday. And Santa comes smiling down your chimney and says, see, you believed. You believed. You heard the bell. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's a good place yeah. to leave it right, right there on an optimistic, uh, on an optimistic <laughs> fantasy land note like that. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it he right asked there. Me, who was going to do well, Christian? <laughs> I came true. up with a theory. You I did. didn't say it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might want to put the eggnog down before you call in next time. <laughs> no. Hey, listen. <laughs> if it's going to be someone, ask. yeah, it's going to be someone. I know. You gave me hope for a minute. I'm smiling for the first time all day. Thank you, Tom. Yes, uh, Tommy right. Curran. The uh, <laughs> with a little Christmas cheer uh, for everybody to end this one. Tommy, thanks so much. All right, guys. Take care. All right. We'll talk to you later. That's Tommy Curran uh, joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline. 617-779-7937. That's your phone number. We'll get into some things that Tommy had to say. And uh, there's a big announcement with the NFL. Uh, making about NFL Sunday ticket, which I don't even watch anymore, but I may be watching it soon. We'll get to all of that with your phone calls next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. That's it? I'm hooked up for NFL Sunday ticket? I never thought that I could see all these games on my TV. But now with this dish, I truly see how beautiful life can be. Because I got the Sunday ticket. It's Mike Payton. The NFL Sunday ticket. Check him out. 
I never thought I'd see the day when I would have the juice to say. All right, hey, we're back here at Sports Radio, WEI. It's Christian Arkin. It's Fitzy, Steve. Fitzy, you remember that, that commercial, Jeff Garland? Yeah, it was t- absolutely terrible. I like highly them. memorable, but <laughs> entirely entirely terrible. I mean, a singing voice like that, you gotta you gotta flex those pipes. Um, <laughs> that was gotta clean. From, you gotta express those. You gotta clean those out every now and again. Yeah, that was from uh, 2005, which is I was in college then, and my roommate and I uh, got Directv, and we split NFL Sunday ticket. And for those reasons, we never were able to do anything because that was where all our money went. We were really cool right. guys in college, just sitting there watching football every Sunday, and that's, that's where all the money that we had went to. Um, that's your that's your best life i did the same but with the simpsons when i was in college <laughs> yeah. just a few years prior there you go so uh yeah sunday ticket now uh had been on direct tv for years and years and years since 2005 i think is when that commercial came out and uh now fans will have to google sunday ticket if they want to get there because the nfl announced today uh for google will be distributing the package of out-of-market sunday afternoon games on youtube tv and youtube primetime channels now yes. i am a youtube tv user and i am a i'm you a are? big fan of it i am a cord cutter i use youtube tv and i friggin love it fitzy it's the best oh uh, it, arcand that's what i that's what i have a anybody who's paying sorry if we're gonna if someone's gonna get upset by saying this but like you can share a youtube tv account you can watch it on your phone you can take it with you in the shower if you want to you can listen to it on the on a run I wherever you want to go you're dropping off the kids it's amazing and and the fact that like more people don't do that blows my mind uh, uh yeah Go ahead. It, and the fa- and also now the fact that they're going to have the Sunday ticket. This is massive. Look, you knew either Sergey Brin or Tim Cook was going to outbid everybody for the Sunday ticket. I'm just surprised that YouTube came in in the 11th hour and outbid Apple uh, after Amazon got Thursday Night Football. It is a seven-year deal. Wow. It is worth just a tick over $2 billion per season. And the package has been on DirecTV since 1994. The uh, satellite providers paid $1.5 billion per year on an eight-year contract that expires at the end of this year. The NFL was asking $2.5 billion per for the package and could still get there since the league retains the rights to uh, bars and restaurants and all the other stuff and, uh, and it going through there. That's why if you, like, own a bar and you get Sunday ticket, it costs like five grand as opposed to what it would cost to like just put in your house. Right. Same thing with like, um, you know, uh, pay-per-views and stuff like that. Hey, uh, does anybody know, by the way, not like that I ever, yeah, I know the, the reputation I keep, I carry and keep, but like I don't ever get to bars anymore. Like do, what do people do for Thursday Night Football now? Like if, it, if you're not watching it at home or your phone, like do bars stream, Am- like do bars now have Roku's so they can stream Amazon? Um, No, not the one. Well, I can tell you the sports bars, like yep. with smart TVs on them. Mm-hmm. And there are some of those. There's some bars out there that have the smart TVs. They can just pop it right on and they'll get someone, someone who works there as an Amazon Prime account and they'll just log in and do it. <laughs> but uh, for, you know, like your little bar or a restaurant that just happens to have a bar where they put the game on, they're, they're porked. And a lot of times this year, Fitzy, Thursday night football, there's been a Thursday night football game and a Bruins game Thursday night on ESPN Plus. And yep. these bars can't play either of them. <laughs> can't, oh, screwed. Neither one of them. They can't show anything. They're showing like some college hockey game. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the only thing that's left on the regular networks because the streaming sites they just can't get them on their TVs. So pick your like nationally, you know, like the yard houses or the tavern in the squares or whatever else is like. Uh, even some ninety nines. Like, what are they going to do? Like, they're all going to have to get smart TVs or Roku's or like fire sticks or whatever else, and going to have to get like YouTube TV accounts or like yeah. do like I do, split it with the. <laughs> Find a family member, split it with your brother, and do that. Like that's nuts. Do you use the uh, the Chromecast? Do you know about the Chromecast? Uh no, I'm a Roku guy. All right, well I'll tell you what the Chromecast. 
Yeah, pretty good. It's uh, it's like a little icon. It's on like YouTube and Netflix and all these other things. And yeah. you basically just plug the Chromecast into your TV and the one of the mm-hmm. HDMI ports, yep. and you put whatever's on the screen on your phone right up onto the screen. And so I'd imagine oh, nice. that's like a worker. That could be a workaround for some of these bars and restaurants. Just buy one of those things and then have, you know, again, one of your employees who subscribes to it, just pop in the, uh, <laughs> pop in the coordinates and boom, there you go. But uh, yeah, Sunday ticket. I feel like Sunday ticket really got usurped by Red Zone, right? Am I crazy or is that sort of... No, you're right. Like Red Zone, you know, there's no yeah. commercials. When we had Sunday ticket, we did our own Red Zone and just flipped around. But then Red Zone sort of streamlined all of that. And I feel mm-hmm. like anybody who subscribed to Red Zone isn't going to get Sunday ticket, right? No, no, no. Red Zone Red Zone is what people watch. I mean, and, and I hate to say it, but a lot of times when people are like scrambling for a game out of market, they just find their friend who knows that guy who knows the website you go to to get all the games one way or another, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we all have one of those I do guys. know what you mean. At the station, it's Stiz Grimy, in case anyone wants to know at WEE. Stiz, that's my guy on weekend, Saturday. Yeah, Stiz, I didn't know that. Stiz got the hookup. All right, that's good to know. Uh, let's go to the phones here before uh, we get Kyrie Thompson in here. Kyle is in Colorado, and he has a question about the Patriots. Kyle, what's up? Hey, guys, it's not going very well down here in Colorado, man. I got Denver Bronco fan because of what happened last Sunday, dude. It's oh, not that's okay. Tough. But listen, don't take any crap from any Colorado fan. Where in Colorado are you, by the way, Kyle? I'm um, on the front range down here by Pueblo. Down so. to Pueblo. Oh, yes, of course. I'm a, I'm a CU grad, so uh, I spent a lot of time oh, out okay. there. Well, not down where you are, you... but I, I, know, I know how they are about their Broncos. Oh, boy. <laughs> it ain't, it's not a fun time of year, man. It, mm-hmm. It's it's pretty rough in these streets out here. <laughs> hey, really quick question for you guys. Um, I was just watching uh, Colin Cowherd. Sorry, I didn't mean to cheat on you guys, but he did something where there's breaking news, a rumor out that the Crafts are giving uh, Bill Belichick this off season to get everything done, get everything fixed as far as you know the team goes, and then they're thinking about walking away from him. I know it's probably a leak or whatever, so it doesn't really amount to too much, but on the other hand, the news is out there now. Do you think that's just enough uh, information to maybe scare Bill Belichick out of his little zombie stupor there and actually get like an offensive coordinator, you know, put the special team coach back where he needs to be and Joe Judge instead of uh, instead of that tight ends coach or whoever they have right now and kind of get everything kind of fixed up. All right, thanks for the call, Kyle. Uh, I think that Bill's job is safe because he beat the Cardinals. Remember, that was the report. If he lost to the Cardinals, oh. boom, he's out, and they beat the Cardinals. So at least they, I think that buys him another, uh, another did year. They, or though? Two. I mean, they, yes, they did final score 27-13. I get it. But, like, Kyler Murray tore his ACL on the third play of the game, and they didn't look that great. And it was another <laughs> game where Max shook off Patricia and dropped an F-bomb on national TV. He did. He did do all those things, but they won. And that's what matters. And I was saying Vegas, in the Vegas game, I don't care if Mac Jones has no yards passing. They need to find a way to win that game. And they found the most hilarious way to lose it uh, instead. Let's go to John in New Hampshire here before the top of the hour uh, with a YouTube TV take. Go ahead, John. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, John. Hi, buddy. So I swear I'm laughing. I switched from Comcast to YouTube TV two or three years ago, and it's been amazing. So good. Um, I, I, don't, I don't understand why people – don't look at their cable bill and look at the 12 bucks a month they're paying for a, a remote and, and all the other BS that, that those guys log, log, you know, log on to their bill. Right. Um, well, in fairness, small, John, just real quick, in fairness, I've had YouTube TV for a long time. The price has gone up like 200% since I first got it. Yeah, so no, I, before we I, go I, on and I, on I, about I, how great it is, they jacked the price up too. <laughs> yeah, no, and it, it's still, it's still a better deal than cable. And it is. The fact that it's portable across all of your devices 
but I was I wanted to comment about your your comment about some of the smaller bars, you know that that are kind of screwed on this deal. Right. You know, a smart TV is a smart TV is two hundred bucks now. I mean, you can you can get a forty inch TV for two or three hundred dollars. All they need is an internet connection and the TV, and they can solve that that problem. I don't know whether YouTube TV is doing the same type of licensing thing for for bars and restaurants, but you know that's a quick workaround for a small business. Um, you know, to solve that problem. So, anyway, love your show. Happy holidays to everybody. Hey, right back at you there, John. Thanks for the call. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the phone number. When we come back, I'm so excited about this. When I heard that this was going down, I I jumped up and started break dancing. Fitzy, I'm not even kidding. Trags, Mike yep. Petralia. Uh, formerly of WEEI and WEEI.com. He's now down in Cincinnati or out in Cincinnati, whatever you want to call it, over in Cincinnati covering the Bengals, and he will join us. Uh, I'm so excited. I love Trags. I really do. He's one of my favorite uh, mm-hmm. football writers, and he will join us next to talk Patriots-Bengals in that matchup. Uh, Kyrie Thompson will also be jumping in studio with us as well. Uh, the party's just getting started here at Sports Radio WEEI. Quick break, and we're right back. Greg Hill Show. It was just the most shocking conclusion to a sporting event I have ever seen. There was a stunned silence that came over. 50 people all watching the game together. They could not believe their eyes. I have no idea how to explain what Jacoby Myers was thinking about. Did you miss something? Listen to the podcast presented by City of Boston Credit Union. Uniquely Boston on the Odyssey app or at WEEI.com. The Greg Hill Show. Morning 6 to 10 on New why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.